Hello, listeners. Kavita May here. I had the opportunity to chat with Gerd Leonhard, who is a very well-respected futurist, speaker, and author, and is one of our keynote presenters at our GTDC EMEA Summit next week. Gerd talks about the importance of harnessing the power of technology for the greater good and the challenges that lie ahead. For more information about Gerd, please visit his website at www.futuristgerd.com. Thanks for listening. Well, welcome to our latest installment of our podcast series. It's called Beyond Distribution with the GTDC podcast. And today we're very, very pleased to have one of our keynote featured keynotes, actually, who is going to present our upcoming EMEA Summit in June 14th in Nordvik. Uh, this is Gerd Leonhardt, uh, and he's a futurist, and we're thrilled to have him. And he's going to share some of, his, some of his thoughts, quick thoughts on where he thinks the IT space is going as a futurist. He has some very interesting thoughts to share with us. Great. It's going to be my pleasure to be in beautiful Nordvik, right on the beach. I've been there before. It's a beautiful place, beautiful venue. Great topic. You know, I'm totally excited about the future of technology in IT. We are at a pivot point in technology. That's kind of comparable to the uh, advent of the internet itself. Uh, some people say the iPhone. I always say it's like a Sputnik moment. You know, the, the Russian satellite went out there and the space race began. And then the Americans went to the moon, allegedly. <laughs> but, you know, we're, we're now looking at a future where basically everything that we've looked at the last 10 years is becoming reality. Science fiction is becoming science fact. Some of it is still science fiction, but, but we can taste it. You know, machines are becoming intelligent. We're looking at quantum computing, nuclear fusion, maybe a, a decade or two, uh, the possibility of fighting climate change using technology. It's all very promising. The only thing that I will talk about in my speech is that I think this is so exciting. We, we really need to keep an eye on the guidelines, the guardrails, of using technology in a way that becomes or is humanly sustainable. Right? That is, of course, the number one question. There's really two waves coming towards us right now at this very moment. The first one is the climate change, sustainability, global warming wave of change. Our entire economic logic will move away from the fossil fuel industry to the renewable industry. And that includes, of course, uh, solar and others, but also nuclear fusion eventually. So we're reinventing a $150 trillion economy to move over to the sustainable. So uh, big green is, uh, you know, green is the new digital, I always say. The second wave is machines are no longer stupid. And <laughs> that sounds surprising when you look at the, the history of AI, which has been 40, 50 years long. Um, but machines can now learn, not like humans, but they are learning patterns and they're starting to sort of realize things. And that's really what ChatGPT is all about. And so I always say this could be heaven or it could be hell. You know, it could be heaven if we can harness the power of technology in a collective beneficial way. And it could be hell if we fail the opportunity and just go for the usual, which is, you know, profit maximization and growth at all costs. Uh, that will backfire quite clearly. So I'll talk about that. I'll also talk about why the future is better than we think. Uh, based on what I've just said, as long as we can get on the same page. That's great. Some great thoughts there. And so, Gerd, would you consider yourself an optimist or, um, well, not pessimist, but anything that is your concern scale heavier on the concern side or on the optimism side? 
You know, the future belongs to optimists, that's clear. The future has never belonged to pessimists. And however, we can be optimists, as I think Gramsci, the Italian poet, once said, we should be uh, pessimists of the intellect and optimists of the mind. And I think that's a very good quote for technologists. You know, we need to not be ignorant about the side effects of technology. Um, but at the same time, technology is here, it's prospering, it's driving our society. You know, technology drives our society, but humanity defines it. All right, so in that way, I'm an optimist in saying that I think we can define it, we can collaborate. History has shown that we actually are good collaborators. Mm -hmm. We have lots of evil people around the world, but by and large, we manage to do the right thing when we really have to. Look at the nuclear agreements, the, uh, the genome editing agreements, and the agreements about climate change that are slowly but surely actually coming. <laughs> so, you know, we are slow, we make mistakes, but we're capable of this. And I think this is why I'm an optimist. Uh, the power of technology is so huge that the benefits are here for us to, to snag. We just have to find a way to get on the same page and collaborate also with precaution and safety and security and standards, which what it has always been, right? We have technology is morally neutral until we use it. So if we are going to use something extremely powerful like artificial general intelligence, and if that's the path that we're going towards, we need to get on the same page about safety, security, standards, regulation, you know, on a global level. And that is what the current debate is all about. No, I, very well said. I very much agree with you that technology is, there's, it's, a, it's a very, the morality of how technology is used is up to the humans that use it, not necessarily the technology itself. And one of the conversations we're having, and we'll, we'll hear more about it at our event itself, is, you know, can distribution play a role on being, you know, a gatekeeper of sorts, right? And and be a, a trusted advisor and a mentor as these technologies are being deployed and as we enable the customer to be able to implement it and use it in a way that is pr protective of them, of their business, and as well as, of course, the entire supply chain as well. So we'll hear a little bit more yeah. about that in the, in the meeting. Yeah, and it's going to be a great event. I think, generally speaking, we haven't been very good at looking at technology as something that we need to actually put guidelines and frames around it. Uh, because if you look at social media, for example, we've just gone ahead and automated media and now an AI is providing the news. And it turns out that's not so good right? because we're no longer on the same page. We have lots of, lots of polarization, manipulation, fake news. And we haven't really been very good at figuring out how to use technology in a, in a much more collectively beneficial way. And social media is really the worst example of this now. That used to be a magic, and now it's kind of toxic. And the learning from that is we can't do that with AI. Uh, this is just too much. It's a huge stake right now. It's a heaven or hell stake, basically. And we have the next five to eight, maybe 10 years uh, to collaborate and figure out how this goes, not to let it go into an AI arms race that's about weapons and the military and you know, and, and all of these dark things. Uh, however, like I said, I think we are going to get it. The whole debate about a pause on AI, of course, is maybe not very realistic, but it's a good debate to have. Yeah. Uh, and it follows the steps of climate change, which we ridiculed for a long time. Uh, and then it's like a floodgate open and it's there, right? And, and now we, sh we should do a little bit, be more proactive about uh, AI 
and, and apply the caution that we have to. Yeah. And Gert, thank you for that, because I think you mentioned, and I'm looking very much forward to hearing more on your thoughts, especially around the sustainability, how technology and AI can play a very crucial role on helping us, you know, repair some of the damage that we have done and possibly stop us from causing any more damage than we already have. So I know that you have some wonderful thoughts around that, around the investment opportunity uh, for everyone, employment opportunity, also training opportunities uh, around that particular technology and how it's deployed there. Um, uh, well, yeah, in the end, you know, I think the green technology is, is 100x of the uh, of the market potential of technology by itself, which is already very large. But, you know, rewriting our entire history of how we transport things, how we fly, how we travel, how we eat, all these things are subject to huge changes in the next decade. Um, and that spells out big opportunity and, and a little bit chaos. Sometimes I say it like 2023 is like 1968, where the chaos erupted for five years and afterwards, the, you know, the world was a different place. We're kind of in that same place right now, so we should also really, really watch out for each other and help each other through a transformation that we're going through to sort of a post-fossil fuel society uh, in a society that's entirely different uh, in terms of the, uh, the direction that we're going. Absolutely. And I think accessibility is also a very important, you know, it can be, technology can be an equalizer as well, which is a good thing. It just rises everyone to be able to be able to utilize it and, and, and manage it and learn about it. So, well, Gert, yeah. So, Gerd, I just wanted to thank you so much for giving us some time here. And, you know, for the audience and anyone listening to this, we do have our event coming up uh, June 14th. If you are a vendor, an OEM who does business with distribution and interested in learning about the event and, of course, all the things that the GTDC does, please visit our website at www.gtdc.org. But again, thank you so much, Gord. I look forward to seeing you in person in a few weeks. And thank you for making time for us. 